0: Hey everyone, this is Rob Kintz with GoldSilverPros.com. Welcome to the program. It is Tuesday, January 17th, 2023. Title of today's presentation is Russia and Iran put a golden stake in the heart of the dollar. And we're going to be talking about that joint uh, gold-backed digital currency that Russia and Iran are rolling out. A couple of minutes for people to roll into the program. It looks like we have sound. As well, as you guys know, I usually put a pull up in the chat, we have one up today. And I'm basically asking in your opinion, do the gold back currencies threaten the US dollar? One of the answers is yes, they are competition. No, they're different animals. No, because of our blue water navy, which a lot of people think because we have a navy that people wouldn't wouldn't dare challenge the dollar, which I think uh now we see that that's probably not the case. And as well as because the dollar will collapse is an option at the end of the day. Y'all vote in the poll and let me know. Uh, your opinion as we go along. Thank you, Peter Frohwein, for being moderator and riding shotgun with us tonight. We appreciate you being here. Thanks, Jake's Custom Parts, Original Intent, and everybody else who has joined the program. We'll give it a minute for everybody to to load in. Wanted to let you know before we get in the presentation, uh, my friend Ian has gone uh, crazy car salesman on us. And at this point in time, he is offering gold and silver at spot. That's right, gold and silver at spot. So while we wait for people to come in, I'm going to share with you uh What he did in terms of offering gold and silver at spot. Here, we're going to play this clip that we have on Twitter. And to that point, uh, we want to talk to us both at the golds Ian. I think you may have some special deals for us this week for golds and precious metals only. To so talk just about what we have. Yeah, sure. So it's first come, first served. And that's new clients and existing clients. So we have a hundred Johnson Mathie bar. who gets hold of me and the best way is to cool me these really quick and we have some pre-33 gold we have a few of these at spot the premium on these is near is around 200 retail if you look at any of the big sites yeah. we've got a few of those we've got a one ounce gold maple at spot and we've got some different bars five ounce 10 ounce 100 ounce kilos at spot. We have some Britannia bars. I think one of Rob's favourite. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. You won't get these deals anywhere. There is zero challenge. You might get giveaways. We're only one in a thousand or one in ten thousand people can win. But on gold, silver, pros, you get gold and silver at spot. Ooh. At Spot, if you want to know how to do it, you simply go to our website, goldsilverpros.com. Of course, that link is in the description below. You click on precious metals. You scroll down here to where it says ARC Silver, and you click on access deals, and you get the form. And if you fill out this form and it comes through Pros to Ian, he will give you that deal. If you're interested in getting gold and silver at Spot, once again, this is gold and silver at Spot price zero premium markup on the ones he's offering it is a limited time basis first come first serve do not wait to fill out that form he's going to take the orders as they come to him and he sell, he will sell out of this very quickly because there is no premium so anybody who wants gold and silver and doesn't want to pay premium is going to order this your competition is the rest of the internet as this spreads can't guarantee it'll last forever but it's a really good deal he did have a pretty good amount of inventory as well for you there In a variety of products, you got 100-ounce bars, you got pre-1933 gold with no premium on those, $200 premium a coin, he said. You're basically getting $200 off on that. I don't know how you're going to beat that deal. But if you're interested, that is our deal with our friend Ian at ArcSilver for gold and silver at spot price, no premium markup if you're interested. Okay, I think we're about ready to get into the program. Looks like we have about 100 people in here. Welcome, everybody, for joining the program. And we're going to get started. We're going to talk about Russia and Iran and their plan to create an international tradable currency backed by gold. And we're going to talk about a lot of other areas where other people are doing this. And we're going to talk about that trend. Why? Because it matters because this is challenging the dollar. When you have anything backed by gold, it's going to challenge the U.S. dollar as world reserve currency. And boy, are a bunch of people starting to do this now. Let's dive into it. Here you go on the screen from finbold.com. Russia and Iran explore the launch of a joint cryptocurrency backed by gold. Now, for those of you who may be wondering, they're not doing this with Bitcoin or Ethereum. They're doing a sovereign tradable currency in which Iran, Russia, and anybody else who wants to get in on this can trade goods through that and it'll be backed by gold, which is, it's gonna be a stable coin, but it's gonna be like a sovereign stable coin. Now, we've seen stable coins like Tether and others, supposedly backed by the dollar and so on and so forth in the private sector. These are sovereign digital stable coins. And this is a different, on a different level. We're talking about a state issued coin backed by gold to challenge the supremacy of the dollar in any other currency out there. And it's used for international trade specifically for the purposes of one, getting around sanctions and two, getting around the U.S. dollar as the underpinning of the world financial system. It says here, the executive director of the Russian Association of Crypto Industry and the blockchain, Alexander Broznikov, revealed that the Central Bank of Iran is considering the creation of a stable coin with the Russian Federation as a means of payment and in transactions involving international trade, i.e. oil, energy, and anything else, according to the local Russian news outlet, Vatamosdi. Braznikov said that the coin's value would be tied to gold, um, and it's a free trade zone where they can do that. Well, they're not the only ones because here in uh, Russia, it's already been done by one of the banks. So Russia's really working on all sorts of stable coins, whether private or otherwise, backed by gold. According to Bitcoin.com, a blockchain platform built by Russia's largest banking institution, Sber, has been used to issue digital assets based on gold. The value of the tokenized precious metals will depend on the prices of the gold, the bank said, emphasizing the operation as a first. Uh, Russia's largest bank has reported issuing gold-based digital financial assets on its proprietary blockchain. The coins were minted for sulfur, a holding specialized in the process and trading of metals, making prod- products for metals. The Russian law on digital financial assets, which entered into force of January of last year, allows companies to tokenize various assets. Sberbank Bank is one of three information systems operators authorized by the Bank of Russia to issue these uh, digital financial assets, or DFAs, alongside Atomize and Lighthouse. The DFA issue for gold represents a monetary claim from the asset, Sber explained. Its price and obligations associated will depend on the dynamics of gold prices. So now you have within Russia privately issued gold-backed stablecoins in addition to the sovereign-issued gold-backed stablecoins, do you sense a pattern here with regards to Russia and their response to the sanctions in the U.S. dollar as a result of the Russia-Ukraine conflict? I kind of do. They're taking the gold, which they have a lot of. They're taking digital currencies, which the world is embracing, and they're using, putting both together, and they're challenging indirectly the sovereignty of the U.S. dollar. Now we go over to Sisian uh, PR Newswire, world's first gold-backed digital gold currency launched in India. So, Not to be outdone by the Russians. India is doing the same thing. It says here, IBMC Financial Professionals Group, an internationally recognized financial services institution and business consultancy has joined hands with U.S. Gold Currency Incorporated and Blockfields to bring the world's first monetary gold-backed digital currency to India. Now, notice how this is being done with the help of some U.S. firms. The currency is also being simultaneously introduced into the Gulf Cooperation Council, Middle East and Africa. So it's not just India. It's all over the Middle East and Africa. We're talking an entire continents are adopting gold-backed digital coins. For this, IBMC, which has presence in India, has partnered exclusively with U.S. Gold Currency, the issuer of U.S. Gold Digital Currency, and fills a transaction platform provider. Each U.S. Gold Digital Currency is backed not by any other gold other than U.S. American Eagles because it's the most recognized of the sovereign coins. Minted by US federal agencies. Not only are they taking gold and not only are they using digital currencies, originated basically in the Western world, but they're using US firms and they're using US gold eagles to do it. So it's a it's not only a competition for the dollar, it's a slap in the face of everything American because they're using American companies and American gold to do it. Okay. They're not messing around, ladies and gentlemen. People are issuing lots of digitized gold. I had A video on this uh, probably a week or two ago, we had the founder of Kinesis on as a private uh, gold and silver backed digital token that we advertise on our channel because we like it. And he was really the originator of this idea of a widely traded gold backed token. And now the rest of the world is doing it. They're taking the lead of Kinesis and they're applying it to their situation and building their own versions of it. So Kinesis really kind of got this spurred on and Lodecoin and some of those other early movers and the digitized uh, gold and silver space. And now we're expanding out into the rest of the world. Again, another stake in the heart of the US dollar as world reserve currency. And if we can't see that after all of this, we ain't ever going to see it. Ladies and gentlemen, we're never going to know. Well, I've got another report from you from the OMFIF Digital Monetary Institute. They're basically just a resource organization. London, Singapore, Washington, New York that talks about gold, digital currencies and things like that. The Digital Monetary Institute. They were arranged for the purpose of studying this for the rest of the world. That's why I brought them, because, yes, there is one of these things. And yes, they do. And in this particular article or this uh, supported by the World Gold Council, by the way. So you see the World Gold Council is getting into digital gold. So when I say there is a move in the world for digitized gold as alternative currency system payment systems. I mean, there is a move in the world to digitize gold for alternative payment systems unless you thought I was joking on the Kinesis video. I ain't joking. So not everybody is a, if you don't hold it, you don't own it. A lot of people are saying, well, that's great, but we need to expand this out and make it available to the people. And how do you do that? You put gold and silver in a safe place, you digitize it and you trade a token. That's what the world's going to. Gold is being used in international transactions, it's being used in international currencies, but it's being done in a tokenized or digitized way. This is the trend, and this is a very strong trend. Now, in this particular paper, I'm not going to go too much over it, but what they're talking about here, and this is maybe more important, is that in the Western world, not only in the Eastern world, but the Western world, they're essentially saying we're going to digitize that gold and we're going to take it out of the system physically and we're going to give you the digital representation of it. So if you go through one of these systems, you're going to have a claim on that gold, but you're not going to have the gold. It's going to be digitized. That's because they want to hold it all. Now, they're, what was really cool in this paper is they're talking about the status of the projects. They're talking about a share of the reserves in terms of the overall reserve currency. But here's the what we want to pay attention to. As of last year, here's a percentage completion. The digital dollar, 60 percent, digital euro, 21, Japanese yen. It gives you a good idea where these sovereigns are. Of course, this is a year ago, so you expect them to be much further along. But it just goes to show most of the major currencies are developing digitized versions of these stable coins or CBDCs in this case on this chart. And we're going there whether you want to or not. I don't care what you believe in terms of central bank digital currencies or gold-backed tokens. And, and they don't care what I think. Nobody cares. It's going forward, period, end of story. But the interesting thing about, think about it is in this paper, they're talking about the central bank digital currencies being the actual trading token for you and me, whereas the commercial banking system and the central banks hold the gold. Of course, they want to hold the gold because they know it's valuable. And they want to give you a digitized version of it, which they can print at will. Supposedly, they're not going to do this, but they're going to figure out a way, I'm pretty sure. And so what they're talking about here is you get this. You get a digital value record, and then you, the gold is stored somewhere else. You don't have access to it. And they're talking about how it's great. Look at this chart. Oh, in this survey, 60% of people wanted safety from fraud or theft, global average. And they tell which country. Privacy protection, easy use. They're basically saying, if we replace the fiat currencies with these digital uh, dollars and digital tokens, we get all this. And if we back it with gold, it's super safe. In other words, what are they doing? Let's come off the share here for a minute, and I'm going to tell you what they're doing. Because the cryptocurrencies got smashed and they're not trusted because they haven't been around for 5,000 years or even 100 years, the governments know they have to tie it to something of value. What do they have to tie it to? Gold. Why? Because what has always been the the currency of last resort forever in the world for 5,000 years? Gold. Gold, gold, gold. To get you to accept digital money they're using gold. Now, it's core. It's better if you have gold or if you have a gold-backed token that's private, that's done under uh, law to protect you, and it's not a sovereign like Kinesis.Money. I could see you going with digitized gold that way. Do you really want to invest in these government stable coins that are backed by gold? Do you trust the government? Do you trust that they're going to have the gold to back all of that up or they're not going to turn it into another Ponzi just like they did the fiat currencies? I don't, but notice what they have to do. They have to tie it to gold. Think about this in terms of the reset. Think about Lynette Zhang talking about currency resets, always starting with gold as a base. Think about all the stuff I've done on Basel III, reintroducing gold as a high quality liquid asset in the system. Think about what we talked about in terms of uh, when Ian came on the program uh, this past Monday on the, the market update. And he talked about, well, the last two weeks, basically, he's been talking about how they're going to use uh. Uh, how they're going to reset the system of two currencies, the old fiat currency and the new digital one and how gold is going to be the bridge. If you have the gold, you have the bridge between the two. You can interact between those two systems as needed, depending on how your asset is delineated, the old currency, the paper or the new central bank. Remember what I said is it takes about a generation to introduce a new monetary system. So there's going to be a number of years in the central bank, digital currencies come out and they're still allowing some cash and eventually the work that cash out. When you turn your cash back into the bank, They'll pull it out and then they'll say, well, you have to use electronic money. And they're using gold to back this to make it more attractive to get you in because they know if they put gold there, you're going to say, oh, stable. We know gold is always using currency where it's stable. This is the plan. I'm telling you the plan. I'm telling you the plan. Okay. And the plan is not always, you know, hundred percent for your benefit, to be honest, but this is how they're getting people into it. Why? Because it's what they have to do. Ladies and gentlemen, they don't really have a whole heck of a lot of choice. So they're basically this is what they're doing. And they're talking about all the reasons. And they're saying, well, if we digitize it, it actually helps the gold market because you don't have to actually move the gold. You can just move the paper. Well, let's think about that for a minute. How does that work on comics in London? You've got paper warehouse receipts that are traded. The gold doesn't really ever move as long as the gold's staying in the warehouse. Just the ownership does on paper. They're just digitizing this. It's a faster version of the existing system on COMEX in London. But do we feel as though we think the COMEX in London are being honest about their actual gold and silver supplies? No, because you don't have the audits tying together those electronic and those physical records. And that's what they'll never tell you, because to do that, you have to do basically a three-way match. You have the gold as it's delivered, the gold as it's sitting in the warehouse, and then the actual physical transaction itself. In accounting, this is a three-way match. Nowhere in COMEX or London land, in either of those markets, do they show you the three-way match. So that's how we don't know if all of the actual current or the actual paper sitting on top of the gold and silver as a one-to-one match. And in this system, it's analogous to that. You won't know either. But in any case, they're doing it to challenge the dollar overseas. And it's going to come in, in the form of the U.S. dollar as well. Although I don't think the U.S. is going to back theirs with gold because I don't think they have all the gold they say they do in Fort Knox. We haven't had a full lot of that in 70 years. In any case, interesting to see what they're doing. Now, conveniently, Bloomberg comes out and says, oh, We have a digital drive to reform the 11 trillion global gold market. So what they're going to do now is say, oh, the gold market has all of these problems. If we just stick a crypto on top of it or a blockchain on top of it, it's going to solve all these problems of gold. No, it's not because the crypto or the blockchain they put on top of it is just another accounting system. If you don't do the audits and you don't tie that accounting system to the actual physical, it doesn't offer more transparency. So this is a way for them to trick you into saying, oh, we get the blockchain, we get gold, Perfect. And that's what they're going to do in the Western markets. It's not going to necessarily make their reporting more true. They're just sticking a blockchain on top of it so that the, the blockheads and the digital people will say, oh, it must be legitimate. It's on the blockchain, blah, blah, blah. Without realizing all the problems have been endemic in the gold sector in terms of matching up the actual physical inventory with the paper records, all you're doing is making a faster version of the same system, which we don't feel all that confident in anyway. So what are we actually seeing? Well, we'll get to that in a moment. I'm going to give you the punchline here in a moment. Let's talk a little bit more about this article. This system, which is located in Greater London, has 500 billion worth of gold stored in various locations. And David Tate, who heads the World Gold Council, the main lobby group for miners of metal, thinks it's time for an overhaul. So it's the World Gold Council that's speaking up, saying we need to basically do this digital overlay on the gold. I'm telling you as a former auditor, if they don't fix... The reporting and the transparency between the physical and the next layer, it doesn't matter whether the next layer is the current paper warehouse receipts and computer system they're using or a blockchain. It's not going to matter. You got to have that one to one match. And that's the accounting that needs to do- be done. So, do I trust the World Gold Council here? Not especially because not saying they're doing anything wrong, but until you fix that problem that I've been documenting for the last couple of years, it's not going to matter whether you stick a token or a blockchain on top of it. The former investment banker who happens to lead the World Gold Council. My question is, why is an investment banker, a paper product pusher, leading the World Gold Council? Hmm. I'm going to leave that rhetorical for you guys to think about. Wouldn't you have a gold guy up there leading the World Gold Council? Somebody I don't know who might have been involved in the in the gold trade for a long time, maybe ran a gold company, a gold warehouse involved in those markets. Gee, I don't know. It would seem to make more sense. But hey, let's just stick investment bankers everywhere so that we can use all their tricks to put a layer of paper on top of everything of value, so that people don't actually have access to the underlying asset of value. Boy, I don't know. Was that done on purpose? Oh, come on. I'm just conspiracy theory, Rob. Of course it wasn't. No, never. They've never put bankers over the whole system to put all of that to cover the to pull the wool over your eyes. That's never been part of the plan, ladies and gentlemen. I would never say that on this program. Absolutely, 100%. Could not be the case. And if you believe that, I have bridges to sell you anywhere in the world that you want. Just send money over to me at Rob Gold's over Pros and, you know, I'll send that ownership record of that bridge to you here in the next, oh, 120 days or so when we get that done. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Anyway, they're saying digitization will make a wider range of investors comfortable holding the metal. Well, it shouldn't because digitization, all it is is a computer electronic rec- version of the paper record. What does it doesn't mean a hill of beans right now? And it doesn't really mean jack squat. Why are they doing it? They're trying to mimic. They're trying to save the COMEX. To compete with this, because they know this is coming in the BRIC nations, they know it's coming in. The, they know it's coming everywhere. So they're trying to use this to to compete instead of addressing the actual problems in the system. And I don't trust it. And let's talk about that now. That's basically the punchline. I think what you have going on in Russia and India and the Middle East are more legitimate forms of a gold-backed stable coin. And I think what you have in the West is a stable coin or a digital blockchain being put on top of gold here in which we're not solving the existing problems in the gold market. And so therefore, I don't necessarily trust it. And I think what you're having is a, maybe a more legitimate system being set up in the East and a less legitimate system with just a little bit of you know, window dressing changes being set up in the West. And I think the Eastern system is going to have much more credibility than the Western system. And I think the world's going to gravitate east and what's going to happen. Trade is going to flow east. Trade deals will flow east. And so guess what? Will the gold. So the gold and the trade will flow east. And if you remember uh, when we talked about this last time, what happened with Russia and gold and the sanctions, think about it real quick. Russia gets sanctions put on them. They need to sell their oil and wheat and all the other things that they export. I wrote an article today uh, for Jambillion on this. It'll be up by the end of the week talking about the Russian plan. And so Russia said, OK, well, if you're going to sanction this, we're going to trade in Russian rubles because that gets around the dollar sanctions. Remember, because the sanctions were in dollar. So Russia does this ruble based trade. It bids up the value of the Russian ruble because all of a sudden everybody's having to have rubles to do this trade. What does it do? It increases demand on in rubles. Ruble value goes up. Russia says, wait, that makes our exports actually more expensive. we got to bring it back down within a range. So then they peg the Russian ruble to gold at a certain peg. And so when the Russian ruble goes above that peg, they simply sell rubles, obtain gold, and it brings it back in line. And so it does two things for Russia. One, they're able to trade their oil and wheat and other things that they export outside the U.S. sanctions. It makes your ruble more valuable, but in order to keep that ruble in line, They exchange excess rubles for gold. What does it do? It brings gold in. What are they effectively done? They've created a gold for commodities market flowing into Russia with ruble as an intermediary. It's essentially a barter market between gold and the end product that Russia is exporting. It's an absolutely brilliant plan. And then you add on the tokenization of gold for their international currency. It essentially makes this go a lot faster. It's taking that system they put in place for the sanctions and it's making it faster And it's making a true international reserve currency competitor to the U S dollar backed by what? Gold. And that is going to be a major competitor to the U S dollar in the open market. This is a huge stake in the vampiric heart of the West and the dollar. Remember Matt Tybee of of, uh, Rolling Stone calling a Goldman Sachs, a giant vampire squid. If you think that the U S system is vampire, the vampire squid this is a stake in the heart of the vampire it's the rest of the world saying uh-uh, we're done guys we're done with your system and it's that russian ukraine war and it's those sanctions that the west and nato tried to implement both military and uh trade-wise all the things that they did together that forced russia into this and and not only that from a sovereign perspective but a private perspective and it's pushing them down the road of not only having a competitor to the U.S. dollar in terms of currency, but having a more legitimate gold market. Remember what I said, gold is flowing west to east. And then the credibility of the Western markets, the COMEX and OTC is falling apart. This is going to offer a lot of credibility, not only to Russian currency and Russian trade, It's going to offer an alternative to the Swiss system and weaken it. It's going to help them establish a more robust gold Market. You're going to see the East take over the gold trade. This is another indication of what is going on. That's why this is so freaking important. It, it's multi stacking. It's such a brilliant operation by the Russians. They're multi stacking. They're doing well. We've got a currency issue. We've got a commodity issue. We've got a trade issue. We've got a, a gold issue. Let's multi stack this using this type of agreement, solve all those problems at once. And it just undermines what the West has been doing in the financial markets and in the commodities markets for so long. And it's not only going to affect the stability of the U.S. dollar, it's going to affect the solvency of the Western gold market and of the commodity market. And It's going to destabilize those markets. It's going to be one of the steps that goes to destabilize these markets. And if you paid attention to what I said, Russia is including the Middle East and Africa in this. They're starting with Iran as the proof of concept. They're going to include the two richest untapped areas of commodity reserves in the world, the Middle East and Africa. The Middle East and Africa are major stores, major stores of massive amounts of rare earths, precious metals, base metals, energy, oil and gas. You name it. They got it, baby. And they got it in spades. And instead of using the war machine to go to the Middle East like the U.S. and the West did, they're using trade and it's cheaper and more effective. And they're going to grab those trade partners no matter what the U.S. does with the Blue Water Navy. Why did I put the Blue Water Navy in the poll? Because some of my friends, including some people in the Navy, and my father and older brother were in the Navy, and you know they haven't argued this point, but I have connections to the Navy, and I know people in the Navy, and they say, as long as the U.S. has a Blue Water Navy, nobody would challenge the dollar. Well, guess what? They don't have to have a Navy to challenge it. They're going to undermine it from a gold market perspective and a currency market perspective, and when the U.S. dollar starts to falter, that we may not be able to pay our Navy like the Romans couldn't pay their armies, and they may fall from the inside. Remember, Collapse of societies happens more from the inside due to external factors. The U.S. and China don't have to bring a Navy over and attack. I'm sorry, Russia and China or anybody else doesn't have to bring their Navy and Army over to attack us. They just set up alternatives which are more appealing to the world. The world goes there. And then our systems are undermined from within. And if we don't address our problems with our own gold markets and our own currencies from within the United States, our systems are going to erode to the point where they collapse. And then the question is, once they collapse, what do we do? And that's why we have these conversations. In, in addition, one of the things that I'm doing on Rob Keen's Unfiltered, if you guys support us on the channel at the second tier uh, on YouTube, you sign up as a member, and every two weeks we have, a, we have a, a special episode called Rob Keen's Unfiltered. I'm talking about the big overall plan. I'm putting all these pieces together. I talk about this and I talk about what can happen after the financial and cultural reset. And I talk about it and filtered more the cultural aspects in addition to financial. And, and it's really cool to go over and watch that series because it lays out a blueprint for all the stuff that's wrong, but at the same time lays out a blueprint for what we could do right to recover the system. Cause it's going to crash. But what we want when it crashes is we want a system in place where we can quickly get back up to speed and help all the people that got injured by that crash. So we can get our economy back up and running, because it's going to go through a crisis at some point. And that plan that we're putting together is a way for us to think about what we could do on the other side of that. So if you're interested, you know, sign up for our membership and we'll have that there for you. I'm going to go ahead and end the poll. 52% of you say that these gold-backed currencies do threaten the US dollar. 46% say yes, and it will collapse. That's 98%. Only 3% said no, because they're different animals. I think you guys have the way of it. Thank you, everybody, for voting. Thank you, Peter, for riding shotgun. Remember, if you want spot prices on gold and silver unlimited inventory, but legitimate inventory, go fill out that form on goldsilverpros.com. I'm actually going to share that again for you because I don't know how long this is going to last, guys. Uh, it's as long as Ian has inventory at spot, no markup. You simply go to goldsilverpros.com, go down here to Arc, and click on Access Deals. Get this form. We put it on Twitter. We put it in the description below. We're putting it in the video here that's the only way you're going to get gold and silver at spot anywhere in the market. No one else is doing this. And it's ARC. I'll throw that banner back up. ARK Silver, our partners that advertise exclusively on our channel. This is the only place you're going to get that deal. It is there for you. And that's a special that Ian And I wanted to bring to you because we know what's coming in the financial space and where he, his mission is to deliver, you know, as cheap premium gold and silver as he can to help as many people as he can. And true to that mission, he's offering this for you and I, Thank you guys so much we appreciate you on the program. This is just about going to wrap it up. This has been Russia and Iran put a golden stake in the heart of the dollar and beyond Iran this is spreading to the Middle East and to Africa. It's going to be huge in terms of determining where the dollar is going to go going forward. This is not something a lot of people are talking about but I think is critical to understand that the rest of the world's lining up outside the dollar. And if you add in the changes or the additions to the Chinese and Russian systems, which allow interoperability with SWIFT for international payments, but offer also their own systems for transferring money on top of having these digital gold-backed currencies, they're establishing new international trading and currency systems. And pretty soon, they're not going to need the dollar. And the day that they turn the dollar off is when that system goes... Splat. And if you don't have your gold and silver, it may be a little bit more difficult for you to navigate this system because in the US, you're going to have the old fiat currency, the new digital currency and the bridge for you to navigate that system and maintain your value across both systems is simply going to be gold and silver. And I think it's so important to have it. This is going to wrap it up, guys. Thank you so much for joining Gold Silver Pros. We're on Tuesday nights. We have Cowboy Meadows Live. We broadcast from the great state of Texas and we take no BS and we tell you the truth and you come to the channel for that purpose. Thanks.